With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Lock Talk Radio. Crystal, 
Crystal got it. Uh, Deacon Bell, we got a micro 613. Here's what it says. 613, it says, I will make you sick, striking you down, desolating you because of your sin. I will make you sick, striking you down, desolating you because of your sin. Wow. Wow, what a challenge. And, uh, you know, I had to wrestle with, uh, you know, whether or not we should skip this day, to be honest, because who wants to end the weekend or end the week going into the weekend with this concept? Then I remember uh, that we can't just uh, take blessings from God and, and not the bad, says Job. And today, if I could, I would challenge you to do two things. One, I would, I would challenge you to really be in both question and in conversation with God about what areas of life do you engage in that are not pleasing to him? I know it's Friday. It's going to still be a good Friday, I promise. Matter of fact, it's on Fridays that God takes away sin. So let's acknowledge them. What, what areas of life have you sinned? Not have you sinned in the past, not what did you do a long time ago, but what areas of life right now, today, are constantly, uh, are we constantly engaged in? Do we constantly do? Have we been in so long that we've just kind of ignored? Because what this scripture says, is that sin is carnal knowledge. We're not just talking about the sins that you commit you don't know about yet. We're talking about the ones you know about and have chosen to ignore or the ones you know about but because others don't see, because others don't know, you think you're getting away with. If you're really going to live a golden life, a life that is above standard, above board, maximize potential, the best of who you are, then today is an awareness that we all have sinned. Uh, not just past this, we all have some issues, some challenge, some hardship, something uh, something to handle and deal with and move forward with. So today, I want to wanna call you one to just the awareness. And to be honest, you know, once you've been in church for a while, uh, particularly those who are serving in leadership, uh, you've been in person to help everyone else out, we, we could almost become blind to our very own mistake, to the errors we make, to the wrongs that we engage in, to the sins that we are so satisfied with. We can live life in such a way that we make the same mistake over and over again, but because we preach and teach and encourage and empower and testify to others about this other group of sins, that we don't put ours in the bag. We, we toss ours out of the box. Look, if the weekend is going to be great, if your life is going to be maximized, there has to be a moment where you first just acknowledge, uh, right, that this is, this is what I do, that, uh, that, that you have some area, uh, what we call a growing edge. We have something you need to cut out, something you need God to work with you on, something you need to talk to someone else about so that you have some accountability. I mean, you do know that as long as no one knows and there is no accountability, then there's a very high chance that you always stay in that quicksand of sin, constantly sinking, never ne- never necessarily dying all the way, but sinking in what, you know, Ed Gray talks about is a sickness. And this sickness could be emotional. The sickness could be financial. The sickness is definitely spiritual, but it could also be relational. And so you never want to just live life satisfied with sin or comfortable in a compromise. We all want to get to a place where we can first acknowledge it. That's the first thing. After we acknowledge it and say, hey, you know, here's, here's my thing. Here is, 
you know, I, I lie a little bit. I gossip a little bit. You uh, may drink a little bit. You may uh, still have these sexual urges that you just haven't been able to shake. You uh, may, may be uh, into porn and because porn is private. You really haven't had to deal with it publicly. You uh, may have uh, this, this lust for another relationship. You may have this pride issue. You may have this anger, this anger that you just can't shake, and you know it, and you kind of talk it up to, look, this, my whole family is like this. This is just who I am. No. Any man who is in Christ is a new creature. Old things are passed away. And you have both the freedom, the right, and the responsibility to be a new creature. So the first thing we want to do is acknowledge, right, acknowledge these things that we may be a little bit lazy, that we wake up real early to go to work but wake up late to go to church, right? Or you're reading books for betterment, for betterment yourself, bettering yourself for work, uh, but you got a lazy with reading the Bible, right? You want to acknowledge. That's the first thing. But then secondly, uh, you want to commit to some action. Now that I know this is what I do, now that you know that this is where you are and what you're dealing with, the question now has to be what action will you commit to, here it is, religiously to counter it? If, if there is some issue, some challenge, some place in life where you acknowledge, I need to work on this, I need this sin to stop, then it's not just going to stop by itself. I mean, I mean, look, you're doing a good job get to the place where you can acknowledge it. But then after acknowledging it, you got to do something, right? Faith without works is dead. However, sin that has no work will stay alive. And, and so one of the things we all must be willing to do and ready to do is, is, is really get to a place where we can now commit, excuse me, commit to some action. Here's my question. What are you going to do different? Are you going to change your location? Are you going to change the route you drive? Are you going to add something to your life? Because you do know sometimes, uh, you know, particularly with sin, uh, stopping the sin or avoiding the sin isn't always in focusing on the sin. Sometimes stopping the sin or avoiding the sin is to add something else new to life that now replaces that time, replaces that person, replaces that activity. Here's the concept, that as long as you're doing so much positive, you don't have time to do so much negative. You know, it's been said over and over again that idle mind is the devil's playground. Uh, and, and sometimes idle time becomes uh, the devil's workspace. One thing that we must be able to do is commit to some action. And the reason I put that emphasis on religious is because most people talk about religion. You know, they say, I want a relationship with God. <laughs> and I'm with you. That relationship should take priority over religion. But trust me. You cannot build a real relationship unless there's something you do religiously, that you do regularly, that you have some some rigid, and uh, Dr. Cradle, she says, some consistent act. And when you are consistent in your activity, that's when you overflood your life, overflow your life, and you flood your life with so much good, great God that you don't have time to idly think about, engage, premeditate the sins that so easily beset us. If I could encourage you today, I would tell you that you can do better, that you know better. And because you know better, you can do better. I would, I would encourage you to say that whatever sin has been uh, prominent in your life because of family is just the thing your family has done. It doesn't have to be you. you. You can be the first person to get married and not just have the boot thing, right? You can be the first one to be celibate until you celebrate marriage. You, you can be the first one to handle dress and 
anger and frustration without having to drink a bottle or empty out uh, a whole four hell. You, you can be the person that uh, has a higher level of integrity on your job and in your classroom and in your sororities and fraternities and in your community groups. You can be the one God has called on, picked out to avoid living a sick life because sick lives are ones that know that sin is carnal knowledge. And, and today I, I would love to kind of just work with that carnal because whenever we talk about carnal knowledge, what we're really saying is there is carnal, what is of the flesh, right? Spanish, carne, meat. Carnal is of the flesh. Uh, but then there is the consecrated that helps you become more spiritual. And today I want, I want to ask, would you, would you commit to just taking some moments to acknowledge your sin and then act against it? committing to what will be consecration and not what is going on. Look, we're doing this for 40 days. The reason we're doing this 40 days to golden living and having a golden life is because there must be some consistency in order for you to really see change. That doing it one day doesn't mean it's real. Doing it two days doesn't make it authentic. Just because it happened, you know, for a couple of hours doesn't mean that it's really you. But if you and I can build a consistent lifestyle, of consecration in that moment, we will avoid living ill. We won't be so sick. And let's be honest, the world we live in is indeed a very sick world. But we live in a world where there are many sick that are among us. There are many around us uh, who have not just physical cancers, but spiritual, emotional cancers. And uh, some of those cancers haven't been healed, not because there is no remedy, but because there has been no acknowledging and there has been no commitment to action. There is a bomb in Gilead. There is healing in the land. Uh, there, there is a man who dies on a cross, and by his stripes we can be healed. Because of who Jesus is, your sickness does not have to overtake you. Your sin does not have to drown you. For the wages of sin are indeed death. But the gift that God gives us, for God so loved the Lord, he gave his only begotten son. The gift that God gives us is eternal life. And on this Good Friday, you know, without preaching it to you, I would really confirm for somebody today that you don't want to just preach, teach, and sing and dance about Jesus without actually having enough power and faith to believe him, believe that he's able to help you conquer, overpower, get over, and through whatever sick sin that we all had to deal with. I want to pray today. I want to pray today that we acknowledge that we overcome anything that's holding us back. You know, Paul says, look, we have this weight, but if you can get rid of that weight, then you'll be excited about what waits for you because there are blessings, promises, future, favor, uh, over, over, overcast and overshadow of more than what you can think or imagine as soon as we acknowledge that there are some sicknesses that we got to deal with. So, Father, I, I pray today. I, I, pray, I pray God today you know, with sincerity, that we're not just hearing it, we're not thinking about who else should be listening or who we want to share this with. No, no, today, God, was for us, for us all. It was a moment, God, where you challenged our faith. It's a moment where you remind us that as your children, uh, that even, God, many who are on the call and listening uh, to the broadcast and watching a video who help others, God, are now at a place where we need your help. You know, while others that I'm calling, God, our prayer today is that you don't pass us, that you stop by wherever we are today, our homes, our jobs, while we're riding. God, and just for a moment, help us wrestle with the things that we engage in that are not pleasing to you. Help us grow. Help us be better. We don't want to be the same. God, if we, 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 we say it and we believe that every day we should be sweeter, 
than the day before, but we don't want the next day to be filled with the same ill action and the same uh, commitment to what displeases you. God, we want you to be able to look at us and say, well done, good and faithful servant. So our prayer, God, today is for discipline, for discipline to committed actions that will reroute, uh, you know, what some of the things we do, the thoughts we have, the actions that we have committed. So we pray, God, for accountability from both friends and from spiritual leaders, from family, God, and from those who may not know us at all, uh, so that, you know, we'll be conscious of the areas in which we have erred against you. God, I pray for reconciliation with you, that we don't walk forward feeling guilt, we don't walk with regret, that we understand there is no condemnation for those who are in you. But at the same time, God, we aren't, uh, we aren't so comfortable in our compromise. We aren't uh, so easy to just sit still in our sin. But, God, there will be some irritation that calls us to a greater lifestyle, to a higher level of living. Do it so that you get the glory. Do it, God, so that others will see, you know, what it is to be saved and what it is to be real Christians and not, God, just to be hypocritical in who we are as a family member in the body of Christ. We pray, uh, God, that we aren't judging others so harshly that we forget uh, to see the planks that are in our own eyes. Today, God, our prayer is that on a good Friday, a Friday that you take away sin, that you help us know which ones you're taking away from us. That's our prayer. I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, and this you guys have a great day today. Uh, and uh, acknowledge and act. That's, that's our key today. Acknowledge and act. Father, can you hear me? I need your love today. Forgive me for my sins. That's a great prayer. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, I'm shedding the weight of sin in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, Peanut. Appreciate that as well. Uh, for everybody else that's on the call today, you guys be blessed. Have a great weekend. Be with you again Monday. Hey, let me just shout out uh, Monday. On uh, Monday, I'll be traveling. Monday, I'll be traveling. So I'm going to try to get on. Uh, with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.